You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome. Happy Tuesday morning. This is Overnight Drive. I am Q Immaturity for almost 10 years. I can't believe it either. As always, Andrew's here. Hi. I'm here as well. Coming at you Tuesday morning. WOND Radio 98.6 on your FM dial. Oh, I love this. Why don't we start every episode like this? I this just thought great. I'd start it really with good. some hot, hot heat. <laughs> we tried. We had a false start where Andrew did a oral, oh. an oral ambush. Yeah, uh, what they call the way like to call it, an oral ambush, and it wasn't the good kind. No, it was him. Take <laughs> me the good oral ambush. Like I just walked in, I just fucking dropped to my knees and started blowing. Yeah, started blowing. Fucking you. amazing. Wow. People in relationships take note. That's a great way to that endear is. yourself. Yo, especially if you had like a fight in the car on your way to work or some shit. No. Just get in there and just fucking no, no, no. make up like that. But boom. See, if I get in a fight, if I get in a fight, no sex. <laughs> Nuh-uh. My, you go on sex strike. No, no, no. Yep, yep. The mine closes. The mine is closed. <laughs> We're going on strike. I'm going on sex strike. I really am. All right. I think that was a thing. Yeah. So here we are, another balmy summer, a hot August Oof. night. Fucking scorcher. A right hot there. August night, as Neil Diamond once said. I am, I am. That's right. That's what he said. And here we are, it's a hot August night. My um, living room is full of electronics. Yeah, we're getting cancer in here. It's fine. I would, you know what? Fine. I think it'd be fine too. Am I the only one that feels like getting cancer is the not the end of the world? The irony of me being a triple cancer in the astrological sense and dying of cancer, hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty all right. Pretty fucking. I mean, you got to look at it. You're gonna, you know, we were brought up with a pounded into our head. If the bombs don't get you, the cancer will. Yeah, which is accurate. I mean, getting more accurate, not less. Just well, strange. Felt like know, it was getting less accurate for a while. Now I don't know. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think we're all going to be okay. Don't worry. Be happy. Remember the 
the the uh, the siren song of the oh, yeah. late eighties. Don't worry, be happy. Oh yeah, people how had about, the, the stickers in the back of their car. How about people actually do that? Only because I'm tired of hearing. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing your infographics. I'm tired of hearing <laughs> about how everything sucks. I know. We know everything sucks. We get it. Guess what? Everything has sucked since the begin. Since one man pushed another man down on the side of a muddy hill and caved his head in with a rock. See, I think that rules. I'm okay with that part. It's no. the other stuff. It's no. the, 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 like... So I'm just saying, rallying and getting surprised about you, about people, things happening to people is... I'm so, I mean, I'm so tired of hearing about it. There's a, there's a certain kind of poster I can't... There must be a word out there, because you know, people make up words for everything, and I'm late to the game on these things a lot. The kind of person that, by the time it's, it's 8 a.m., and they're in this, your tame, same time zone. Yeah. <clears throat> and you've woken up and you, like, you're still in bed and you go on Instagram and they're already 22 stories deep with oh, memes yeah. they found overnight about like oh, yeah. how they're angry about gender. Monkeypox. What in the fuck, dude? What, when do you sleep? I don't understand. Maybe if you well, slept no. through the night, you'd I mean, feel better about things. Instead I've, of like, I don't know, it's being up all night on Reddit and then like sleeping from fucking noon till eight. Like, well, why don't you do it the other way? Well, that's not, I mean, this is bordering on a take, so we shouldn't yeah. do that. I would just say... Oh, it's so hot. It's too I hot for takes. I would just say that I think that people staying up all night looking for memes has sort of replaced, like, any type of ambition anyone, yeah. anyone had in the journalistic sense. And that is very sad to me. Yeah, I agree. Like, Edward R. Murrow wouldn't sit up all night looking at memes. He'd be sit up all night drinking scotch. Right. Ask yourself what George Plimpton would do when and you're, it's two in the morning and you're on and fucking like right. slash R. I don't, I, don't, I don't even have a joke for the slash the, R, whatever. The world wasn't any slower back then. It just, we didn't hear about it all the time. There were a lot of shit, lots of shit going down, but people would just be, hear about it a week later. Oh, a McDonald's shooting. Wow. Mm, weird. That's heavy. I've been to that McDonald's. Crazy. Heavy. Heavy duty. Cool. That was almost a take, but we got. I think we got around that. I think we did good. I think we're okay. Yeah, I think we did great. I found, some, I found something today. What do you got? Hello. Dave Aberzies here. Mm. And I've joined my friends at Cameo. Huh. You know how this works. Oh, I looked so hard up. to fucking find Dave Aberzies for that birthday present for you where I got Furio. Wow. For you. Furio's much talk drums or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Now he's on he's on cameo. Hello, Harlan. It's Dave Aberzies here. Your niece Jessie. <clears throat> what? Well, yeah, what? Hit you... me to your huh? human condition. What? And that sucks. <laughs> this motherfucker is so getting kicked out of Pearl Jam was like a monumentally traumatic experience for him. (laughs) I now, just by watching these two cameos, I now know why he hasn't been involved. Because they've had Dave Krusen come in. Right. The original drummer. They've had um, Jack Jack Irons come in. They've had all the, oh, hey, come on up on stage. Yeah, come on down. Yeah. Dave Ebers is nothing. No, zilch. Zero. I honestly think that he's threatened to kill Pearl Jam more than once after listening to these fucking cameos. Listen to this. Uh, Does he talk about Pearl Jam? Oh, fuck. Oh, Oh, God. was made of me to send you picture my cock. Some yeah. words reflecting how 
First of all, it's a villa. He's in a villa by the Hawaiian uh, oceanside, so he's wow. doing, he's doing okay. Okay, not bad, not bad. He's doing okay. Be cool if he like got a better mic, or at all. Dave Eberzees says you're a good man. Oh my god! Wow. Wait, what? You're a good man. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> says you're a good man. It's the perils of the Bluetooth. It's so good Shh. and convenient, but then... Nobody's supposed to know what's going on. That's okay. Everyone, everyone can see. They've seen us now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Pointing out what I'm trying to do. <laughs> see? You ruined it. I ruined it. Try again. We're going to do this all, all right. over again. All okay, right. here we go. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> ready? Three, two, one. All right. Oh, there's no amount of saving Dave Eberzees here. Hello, Harlan. It's Dave Eberzees here. Denise Jesse. <clears throat> Hit me to your human condition. And that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a dying man's last wish. Mm -hmm. The request was made of me to send you some words reflecting how much you're loved and how much you've lived a good life and uh, you're a good man. Okay, so imagine if your like your wife, your husband, I guess, is dying, right? And you, you're one of the last official acts is like like you're you're like drifting in and out of consciousness, gripping the the hand of your loved <laughs> yeah. ones. Turning morph- down, you think it's a morphine drip? You're like pressing yeah, on the finger. It's not working. You're like, uh, and you're like, we got finally, we got the 48 hours after we asked for it. We paid fifty dollars for the cameo with Dave Abrazis. <laughs> we couldn't get Dave to actually come. Right, he was no. too busy. I, I don't know you personally. Yeah, he woke up at four in the afternoon and rolled out of bed and went to his deck and and did this thing from a mile away from his phone. I can't imagine what you're dealing with or going through. Actually, I can. With it and going through it. Yeah, I had some hard times myself. Yeah, you might have heard about me getting kicked out of Pearl Jam. Uh, I guess you could say it's kind of like I died a death. <laughs> well, I pondered what to say, and then I thought I have no idea what to say. Very helpful. So I just hit record. Figured I'd say something. Fucking thanks. I'm glad we wasted <laughs> tw- fucking fifty dollars. Please get a refund for me. Refund. Yeah, his last words were refund. Weird. Mine is, please pay my medical bills with your 10 royalties you're still getting against all odds. I love when fucking shit works. <laughs> that kind of sounds awesome. <laughs> Hey, this is, uh, what's going on? This is Dave Eberzies. I, uh, heard about your calamity. That sucks. I heard about the rollover. You got in a rollover <laughs> accident. A little scrape up. A little scrape up with your... Uh, you mouthed off to a bunch uh, of yardies. Yeah. And now... I heard about, uh, well, I didn't really know what to say. 
But I, I can, if you're talking about dying, I understand what it feels like to die. <laughs> the one day I had it all, and then I didn't. And instead of doing what everybody else did and joining another band and everybody else keep in the super going, <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't in uh, Matt Cameron. Apparently, uh, it's all the schism started because Matt Cameron was in Temple of the Dog, major uh, snub for old Dave Eberzees. He wrote about that in one of his many rambling. Can you imagine Hunger Strike Facebook with him posts. playing drums? It'd be like the drums from fucking I Love It Loud behind fucking Hunger, Hunger Strike. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sound like walking in, the, walking in a guitar center. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but all of those other dudes, if you were reasonably noteworthy in music from 1992 to 2004... You had the option to join a super group and just print money for like three or four years. Whenever that fucking, what was that stupid Chris Cornelius fucking mm-hmm. shit? And like uh, Stone Temple Pilots guy had one for a while. Just like fucking. Oh, yeah. Yo, how, fuck, how fucked are you? How bad are you at life if you can't get into the Slash super group as Dave Eberzees? I mean, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just, I, uh, I think he's pretty fucked. He's pretty fucked. It's very sad. Yeah. Maybe that was a mirror he was talking into. <laughs> I heard about your human condition being kicked out yeah. of Pearl Jam. That sucks. Yeah, well, that's Dave Abrazis is on Cameo now. and uh, Do we know how much he costs? Um, no, uh, 50 bucks. It'd be very cool if we got like 20 people sending us cameos. He's like, I'm doing another Overnight Drive cameo. Oh I don't my understand God. what this Everybody, is. Everybody, go. Please go on. If you didn't go to the live show in Los Angeles, you now owe us a Dave Abrazee's fucking uh, cameo. Oh, my God, please. Everybody go to cameo and search Dave Abrazee's. <laughs> oh, my God, please, 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 please do that. And it would be awesome because he'd be like, hey, this is goes out to the overnight drive. Uh, I, have to take, uh, I have to take in consideration the... Uh, that I did not actually mess up. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I did not mess up. It's like, man, I wish I brought more symbols. Yeah, who listen to this? This is somebody covering. <laughs> okay, this is somebody covering Dave Eberzees. Listen to that. I'd be like, okay, Dave, great, great. Sorry, sorry. Okay, we're just gonna uh, right from the top. See, this is on, on the on the yeah, of course. Room. Andrew and I are producing the the. Uh, okay, this is our motivation. Right, <clears throat> I'm ready. We're producing the Jeremy session. <laughs> all we have to do is drums. Okay. And all we have left is drums because, well, no, I guess we're doing drums. Whatever. I, I follow. Right. I follow. We're, produ- right. <laughs> we're producing drums. They're re-recording Jeremy for verses for okay. some reason. Okay, Dave. Davey. Um, Dave, right, you're all set. Yeah, you got your. 900 symbols all plugged in. <laughs> What's that little one with all the holes? Okay. Okay. All right. Let's list. Okay. All right. Jeremy, take one. So far, so good. Hmm. Okay, Dave. Okay, Dave. I, okay. Sorry, Dave. Right off the top. Stop. Um, Dave, didn't we? I thought um, uh, Rex told me that you guys had a band meeting about the extra ride stuff in the beginning. <laughs> the four rides. <laughs> in the beginning. 
that you're only going to be using two rides today, right? We were told two. Yeah, so um, if we could just ro like roll that back a little. All right, we're going to go back. Okay, Jeremy, take two. Take two. Here we go. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be the good one. Yeah, we told him. We told him. Like they told us. I took I was, two of those symbols away. He brought them back. I, I came him. back from lunch. There were more symbols. Eddie told me to, to call him at a certain payphone last night. You know what? Unreal. We'll, just, just Unreal. we'll fix it. We'll All have right. somebody cut the tape and. Is he? Is he playing the same song as these guys? Dave. Dave, baby, Dave, baby, okay, Dave, Dave, okay, the open. Come on, open Dave, give me a break. Dave, the open hi hat, I think the splash, like the. Yeah, are we gonna do that throughout the whole song, or is that kind of <laughs> like a? So, so your clutch broken, and we can get another one. Well, I just thought I'd put my own timbral stamp on mm. the music. Mm. Well, we're not. Um, no stamp. No, no stamp. We're, we've been we're sixteen days over in the studio, <laughs> so we really need to get. All right, we're gonna do it one more time, Dave. Okay. Okay. Jeremy, take five. All right, so far so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're playing very fast. David, I'll let him. Let him. Just let him. We're, we're gonna get when we get to the chorus. We'll let him. We'll see. Ooh. All right. Remember, we told him to. Maybe you know something we don't. Does he have a second snare in there? Yeah, he has two snares. It just sounds like there's a TV on between channels. Hold on. Okay, it'll get better here. We can cut this. We can cut this. You're crashing through the the core. Did you have to do the crash between uh, class today? <laughs> you accented the class today. If I can just do a rollback real quick, you did class today. You rolled back through class today. Can we do that real quick here? Okay, yeah. Yeah, we don't know. I, mm. Hey, anybody know what that guy Matt Cameron's? Matt doing? Cameron. Oh, Matt Cameron came to uh, to visit the studio. Look at that. Yeah. Hey, guys. Matt Cameron's here. Hey, Dave. Matt's here from Soundgarden. You guys are bros, right? That would be actually a power move. That would be power. Yeah. If he's like not getting the tracks down the way everybody wants, and then suddenly you're bringing Matt Cameron. Matt Cameron. That's it. And he's like, I would if I was him. If I was Dave Eberzies, I'd wait him out. I'd be like, I'm not going home. Yeah, no, I know nowhere to be. Because I know exactly what they're going <laughs> to redo my fucking drum parts. There yeah. is a uh, a really fun story about when uh, the police were recording Synchronicity, uh, where Stuart Copeland and Sting just refused to be in the same room as each other. Mm. So in the morning, Sting would go skiing, and Stuart <laughs> Copeland would come in and fucking like, do his parts. Very relatable. Story. Yeah, right? <laughs> and be like, you know, add splash symbols and fucking delays and shit. And then they'd break for lunch. 
Stuart yeah. Copeland would go out skiing. I think they were recording in Geneva or some shit. Oh, and then Sting would come in and he'd listen back. He'd be like, what the fuck is all this symbols? Take all this shit out. Get, get rid yeah. of all this. And then the next day, Stuart Copeland would come in, in the morning and be like, where are all my symbols? What is this? Turn these back up. Really fun. It must yeah. have been a fucking blast. My God. <laughs> I would love to be in... I would love to be in a recording session where that was, there was that much push-pull and people cared that much. That would be awesome. I mean... Do we talk? We didn't talk about the Gibby Haynes thing, did we? We talked about it. We did not actually talk about. <laughs> no, because it's been like a week. It's I been mean, a whirlwind. No, we we haven't recorded since all of the stuff has happened. We haven't recorded since uh, we were in Los Angeles. That's uh, true. It's yeah. been two weeks, so uh, we should we should uh, we should go back to what we learned, what we know now. Um, yeah, we went to you. We you were there at the Gibby Haynes. Thing. I was. Yeah. Yeah. So I had the weirdest. Sensation. So, Gibby Haynes, best known for setting his face on fire during a show, you know, like just fucking cut, like cut his hair off and, and, and in a pile and set it on fire yeah. in a sun stage. It was perfect. People found that charming. Um, if somebody did it at one of these hardcore fests, it'd be front page. News. Oh, forget. Well, actually, now if they did it at a hardcore fest, people would be like, a lot of people could have been hurt. Yeah, of and course. Like, oh, a lot yeah. of people could have been hurt. And I, you don't, I have asthma. Yeah, you H- didn't think about asthmatics. HR, HR culture. Yeah, HR yeah. hardcore. <laughs> yeah, did you ever do a did you ever do a training for work? That's exactly what. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what what hardcore requires now. It's like HRC. That's it. There you yeah. go. <laughs> we found it. We've just we've dubbed it sensitivity. It's like you know, like watch those insufferable forty five minute trainings oh. for work. <laughs> hardcore sensitivity training for hardcore shows. <laughs> Be perfect. Oh man, um, we really have to make those. Yeah, shit. We really should. Shit. Okay. It'd well, be just like Rob Fusco, hardcore lawyer. Oh, hardcore lawyer. Rob, it was so that, funny. It would be one thousand percent less cringy. Oh God Almighty. Oh my God. We have so much to talk about. We so, do. No, you're um, your best as lead dog, and I'm best as uh, guy in the sled. <laughs> so, All right. Okay. Here you goes. Go. You go. Here goes. So Gibby Haynes, uh, I guess, I don't know, he's fucking living off the royalties of that one butthole surfer song. I don't know what he's doing exactly. He seems like he was doing okay. Seems like he was doing fine. Yeah, I talked to him him for a while. He Mm. seemed like he was doing great. He was lucid. He was just like asking me what I do. And I was like, whatever you need done. It was great because I was like, uh, you know, I do, uh, uh, I mostly just do a podcast. He's like, oh, I really want to. I really just been looking for for someone to get me help me get, to get into that. Oh, there you go. He could have been his producer. Well, he has my number. Oh, there you go. So. Um, although I I get him confused with the guy from the Jesus Lizard a lot, who is also famous for these sorts of these sort of antics. I get you him know? confused with the guy from Jesus Jones a lot. <laughs> I get him confused. Yes. Wait, who the fuck is the guy from Jesus Jones? I have no idea. I don't know, Ray. Um. Yeah. But so his thing now is he goes out on tour with a bunch of sixteen-year-olds from School of Rock. And so 16-year-olds open the show by playing Black Flag covers and shit. And then eventually he goes up and they start doing whatever. <laughs> that was the best. I yelled right. Yeah, just a quick aside mm. story, I have to say. I got there. I was working the show, doing door, and, uh, which is a whole other fucking trip. Uh, they did. They covered my war, and this one kid fucking killed it. <laughs> no, Black it, mesh really shorts good. and everything. It was fucking really good. great. Um, and right at the end, I yelled, kill it! Every fucking pig. <laughs> no, I, I yelled, shoot every fucking pig. And Gibby Haynes laughed, and 10 parents looked at me Whoop. and were like, uh, whoops. I just wanted to get those kids all, you know, hyped up. Shoot every fucking pig. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a room full of kids, and it's a bunch of like kids playing, and a bunch of like parents and whatnot. But I walked in, and they were playing something. I forget what it was. 
And I walked over to our friend Nick, and I'm like, yo, who is this band? Are they local? They're really good. And it's like, no, these are the kids. That's it. They're the kids. And I'm like, oh, I'm enjoying this because I'm hearing somebody enjoy playing music for the first time in 20 Such years. Such a good point. Like, yeah. it, I, it was bizarre. And I'm like, oh, I like this, even though it's, like, silly and derivative because they enjoy doing it. Right. Weird. How strange is that? Um, I had a greater point to make about this, but that was really the, that was the total of it. It's just like, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. These are not kids who have to deal with HR core. It's just, they're just having fun, having a nice time. You know, there was a kid who wrote penis, P-E-N-U-S on his face. Yes. And was eating ice cream and had ice and white stuff all over his face, his mouth on purpose. So sick. Best part was when he asked his mom for the keys to her car because it was too hot out. (laughs) Well, it had he had penis on his face, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. I think yeah, we're gonna be just fucking fine. But the I will have to say the the shit that Gibby Haynes did with the sixteen year olds was actually great. it was great. It was really fun. It was it reminded bizarre. Me, it was very outsider weirdness. It kind of reminded me of like like Captain Beefheart, yeah, or like Gary Wilson, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Like Gary's in the Park, that kind of era, or like Gene Defcon, like that kind of weird weirdo proto Ariel Pink, like Al, like, or even like um, R. Stevie Moore, that kind of thing. It was just right, but yeah. It, but it was with kids, so it was just fucking weird, and it was kids playing their own, like there's songs that that Gibby Haynes wrote with them, so it was just, and they were like, I guess he does like he had like a. But the worst part was the it was the School of Rock, like former School of Rock guy from the local area oh no got up all heck half drunk just before you showed up he's like i just want to thank everybody for being here oh, uh, no. you might know who i am no, i no, used no. to uh i used to be the head of the uh school of rock around here and then i said fuck that corporate bullshit and everyone's like yeah. cool and i was like eh, I don't, when i think of corporate bullshit i think of like exxon texaco <laughs> school <laughs> of rock Tesla, like right there, so it's right like in the middle, top bid, big the, the Forbes 500, um, and he's like, yeah. And then I have like a, st- and I had a storied episode with drugs and drinking. Oh. This has been my rehab, helping mm. kids play music, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> so, so all right, so you're a former junkie that hangs out with people half your age. We had a name wow. for that for many years. We're not yeah. allowed to say it anymore, but uh, yeah, yeah, we we. Had, we had you properly filed since right. I was born, but yeah. cool. Go and, off. And it's like, that's cool. I mean, apparently rehab taught you to steal stage from a bunch of teenagers <laughs> who, who uh, are very excited to play music. And then you have to, you have to wand, like stumble up like a drunk handsy uncle Ugh. and you'd be like, I love Gibby. Kept calling Gibby by his first name. It's like, you this is the first time you've ever mm. met him. It's the first time any of us has ever met him. And, uh, <laughs> What was great was typical local, like this is, I guess happens and probably happens everywhere, but typical local Albany, there were actual autograph seekers there who oh, had yeah, yeah. piles of records. Jesus. And he turned some dude down who had like an, obs- like a, <laughs> like collection. he had like a, a Fisher Price wagon <laughs> full of memorabilia <laughs> that he was clearly going to sell. Like it, like it is like the whole like. Going to like, remember when people go to Giants training camp when it was in Albany and they'd be like, Eli, Eli, sign this for oh, my yeah, son. Yeah. And it was like three full-size football mm-hmm. helmets. And they'd be like, okay, I guess. And then they go and they end up on eBay. Yeah, fucking same dude makes, thing. pays rent that month. It was like six of the same like butthole surfers reissue. Jesus. And then like 
an original t-shirt and shit like that. It was just like, wow. And he would, and then finally he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to sign. I'll just sign one <laughs> of them. Good. People are like having signed zines and shit. That was really weird. Ugh. I was like, is there such a cult associated with Gibby Haynes? I guess so. I mean, yeah, here, you know, like, or like I feel like it, it could have been anybody who right. had like an even notably fucking dim star in the nineties. Dim star. Dim yeah. star. Dim star. Dim star. Dim star. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we did that shit, and it was very fun. And then we were whisked away yeah. across the country. We from? fucking uh, big old jet airliner. We were. Um, so I, can only, I, can only I sat next to Dave Abrazee, so this is what oh. I about. You have lived a good life. I didn't check to see who you were sitting just, next to. Oh, my God. Uh, no one. Because I don't pay attention. I, I am eyes forward. Uh, although... When we were landing, yes, when we were landing, because it was daylight out, there were two influencers behind me. <laughs> oh my god! We, I was like, we are like, like, Rian, please. This is what happens when you get rid of the draft, hundred percent. Like, they're like, yo, I just want to like get big, you know? Like, I got so, I got so many, so many like video ideas, and and then the dude he was talking to, they had recognized each other. From TikTok. Oh, dude, Jesus! And they're like, oh yeah, and they're like, like, like yeah, we were. I was at a beach party, and like, it was like 500 yards from the closest house, so it was like totally chill, and like nobody called the cop, police on us or anything, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> and they're talking about like they're like slinking around the fact that like they're like just they're not uh, like that one dude was like, yeah, and like I love my girlfriend, but like you know mm. like. Like, you know, like when you're at the club, you know how it goes. Oh, you and never know one, what's going to One dude's happen. like, bro, I totally know. And they're like, it was insane. I was listening and I was like, this is, I feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, remember when Spock went, like, walk, hung out in San Francisco when they went back in time? Oh, I missed that one, but I get the idea. No, no, no <laughs> like it was in, uh, it was in, uh, it was like Star Trek, the, like the, the Wrath of Khan or whatever, whatever one they went back to San Francisco and. Listen to whales singing or whatever. And he like went onto the subway and didn't understand what anybody was saying. <laughs> That's how I felt. Yeah, I it's it it is a very strange thing to hear young people talk about modern culture. It's like really bizarre. I just don't I mean, I don't know, I guess I sound old when I say it, but I don't, I don't feel old. I just don't know. I didn't really I understood what they were saying, I just didn't know why I why it they were so excited about it. <laughs> yes. About something about nothing. Like this person is, uh, was detailing the fact that he had uprooted his entire life and dropped out of, um, like, like, community college to move to LA to get big on TikTok, and this was like, this was like, I got a one way ticket, I'm flying out here. I oh, that that was the flight. Yeah. Holy motherfuck! Wow, you should actually like, should have gotten his fucking at. Fucking <laughs> see how that goes. I applied the balls, but at the same time, he's like, oh yo, I recognize you, and I think it was like, and I recognize you. Like if you've ever been in like any type uh, of yeah. back room at a hardcore show, you're like, yeah, I recognize. Oh, oh yeah, yeah I I've heard, you. I've heard oh, of those yeah, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah sure. Yeah, I think it was that kind of thing. But like, oh, I like your videos, blah, blah, blah. and they were like really trying to like network, which was was as insidious as it is in business as it is in culture. Like networking, I can't do. That's why I'll never climb the ladder. I'll never reach the pinnacle of my profession, whatever my profession is. Whatever I mean, it might be. Enough. I don't feel like project management is my profession anymore. I really don't. Because but, you're being pushed into something else, or because it's just not time. I just don't want to do it. Oh, okay. All right. So it's just Boring. not time. I want to do football full time. No, I know. It's, I know. I know. And it's almost time for football. I can't wait. 
to do the same thing I've been doing for the past four years. This is my fourth year. People are expecting. You're like, um, what's what's the word? You're you're like a senior. Well, let's not say that. But um, no, like a like a high school <laughs> senior. You know, you did your freshman, did your sophomore, and you're like yeah, a but senior. Then I got to graduate. I got to do oh, something. Oh, you got to do super senior. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to fail and then come back. <laughs> you got to fail, and come back. Yeah, I'll be only, I'll be driving my parents' car back and be like. Yeah, well, you know, uh, guidance counselor said if you do really well, you can graduate in December. Yeah, and maybe you'll give me a college. half year. You can go to go to th- Harvard on the Hudson, thirteenth grade. You know, the sick thing. What's up? I did that. I did the same thing. Yeah, I didn't fucking. I did not graduate high school. Instead, I went to a semester of Harvard and the Hudson, and I didn't even do that. I was well, like, I, I fucking dropped out of that shit, and that was my only college experience. All right, and yeah. look at you now. You, look you, at me now. You, you I don't worked know. for actually. Don't look directly at me now. You've worked for numerous multinational corporations. It's true. You've back your school like, of rock. <laughs> school of rock. <laughs> Did my time in the school of rock. <laughs> you backed your way. Like we both of us basically like backed our way into all of these cool jobs and like having fun and it's, we've been all over the world. It's really impressive what being slightly above average incompetence will get yeah. you in life. You know, it's pretty okay. Oh, I definitely didn't get ESPN from being competent. Definitely not. I'm not very good, but I think uh, I disagree. I watch your games. Every time you're on TV, I watch you. Oh, wow, really? No, not really. But when I remember you're on, I do watch you. Thanks. I I guess I'm okay. I don't ever feel I don't ever feel like I do anything well. So, um, like ever. That's a YP. Oh, I know. Yeah, Believe a, me, I know a, it's a my problem. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for that. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Appreciate. It. Thank you. Thank you. Very nurturing. Thank you. I'm not asking that when I say things like that. You figure thing. it out. No, no, but that's the thing though. I, when I say things like that, I just say them. Because they're true, not because I'm looking for like, oh no, you're not. Like I, I've never asked for that ever. Like I've never, I've, I just say them because I believe them to be true. And it's so like, people are always like, oh, you know, it's a blah blah. blah you got to pull yourself. Blah, blah. It's like, no, I, I'm not asking for sympathy or anything. I just, I just both full. I just deeply believe that I'm not. I. Well, that's a social cue though. That's like that's well, it's for for, for most people, yeah. <laughs> but it's not. I, I. Since I hate, I, I'm like, I thought I was good at communicating. I guess I'm not, because it's just not a social. What the fuck is that noise? I don't know. I hear it, too. So it's, social, it's not a social cue for me. It really isn't. It, sound, it sounds like somebody clipping the ju- biggest toenail on Earth. You know, and like the, the toenail clippers. Yeah. Like, it's just some dumb bug that's going to be dead in a month, thank God. Um, no, it's weird. It's, I, and I, I don't think any amount of therapy or anything will convince me otherwise. It's just, I think that there's people that are put on Earth that are good, and I think there's people who put on Earth that are lucky. And I think I'm mostly lucky. All right. I can hang with that. And I love it. I'm mostly lucky. I mean, I half-assed. I do not know how to play guitar still. I half-assed my way around the world playing guitar. I, um, not a good, I'm not, I don't, still don't know how to do the ESPN shit. Ask me to do one thing right now. I couldn't tell you how to do it. I still have to, like, re-teach myself every year. But somehow I'm doing it all the time. I just, it's okay that's what I'm trying to say is the people, like, when they get down on themselves about, like, you know, about their low self-esteem or whatever. But it's okay because if – it's okay because you're not – it's not necessarily low self-esteem. I think it's the biggest gift to yourself to be honest with yourself. And that's what I am. Like, I – when we went to L.A., which was great, and I thought that I didn't do a very good job at all. Really? But I, but I yeah, but I didn't wow. – I listened to back to it and I was like, you know what? I wasn't very good. Interesting. And I didn't okay. look I didn't look good and I wasn't very good and I just was like wildly unprepared for what we were doing out there. 
And it was a bummer for me, but when the dust settled, whatever, I had a good time. But I know, like, there's, uh, there's like, a, it's like a two-headed thing. It's like, yes, I know that I, A, I didn't look very good, and I, B, I didn't look, like, I didn't do very well. I could have done 10,000 other things besides play that 10-minute prank phone call, but I just did it. Stupid. I shouldn't have done that. But also, I had a good time, and I met a lot of cool people, and I, I'm, I was, you know, and I saw people, and I hung out with people I hadn't hung out with. Hanging out with Patrick was great. I hung hang, like, on a real way, like, hanging out with it was great. I hung out with him in 10 years. It was nice. It was really fun. So we, uh, we get in the questions, like, fairly often. I'd say probably once every couple weeks, somebody will hit us up and just ask why you and Patrick have a beef. No beef. No beef. Hasn't been beef like I, we, we there's beef for a the, week, fifteen years ago. You know, like I don't even any beef. I was the idiot, and he got. We, I I fucked up, and he got mad. It's like a story as old as time. I, I like, I why there's no beef. Like if I have beef for myself. But uh, yeah, if, if I would direct you to the footage from, uh, footage from. Sound of Fury Fest uh, when Drug Church was playing, and I'm standing on the stage. <laughs> like, like directly behind. It's very fun to watch. Yeah. I, I got the VIP access, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, uh, no beef. It was great. It's the same. I mean, and even better, he's the same as he ever was. Very exciting. Uh, it was very fun to see everyone. I guess we're, we're just talking about LA now. Fucking like, um, yeah, it was really nice to see everyone it was really nice you know when you share a house with 10 people man yeah. i love that I, the potential for annoyance mm. can really go through the roof but nobody was annoying everyone was just very super chill it was really nice you know what was nice though we shared a room we did in theory only because i thought about it and i was so my body was so happy <laughs> to sleep <laughs> in a room that was cool quiet and dark that I slept like I was dead for for ev- every night. You couldn't wake me with. You couldn't wake. You could have. You could have put your cock in my mouth. I wouldn't have noticed. I could have. Oh, is that why I woke up with dick brown? Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> that's on There's you. photos of me, and if, if in I the wake, background is hey, Bob with his thumbs up. If I wake up with dick breath, that's on you, homeboy. Wash the wash the JT. Um, let me smell your dick. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I slept like a fucking baby. I, I realized that I don't, I have to, I have to sleep the light off. I have to start. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And you don't have to. There's no, no one's holding a gun to your head, but it would be. I wish they would. Advantageous to sleep with the light off. Yeah. There, there are unspoken advantages to it. You think there are? I think I'm so. I'm sure. I'm just, this is like a self-help. This is like <laughs> a self-help arc I'm going through right now. I've been officially single for a year. Um. On Thursday. You have the date marked? Well, in my head, yeah. Okay. When it was really, like, obviously over. Um, now, I was going to say, is that the day that you're like, don't call me anymore? Or is that the day where your brain snapped shut like a trap? You're like, I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. No, and then just, there was another two weeks no, of, like, without sniping. revealing anyway. No. It was just really complicated. Yeah, all right. Oh, no, it might be Friday. It might be... Actually, it might be... It might have been a couple of days ago. I don't remember. Who okay. fucking remembers? But it was... Uh, it's been weighing on me for some reason. I usually don't care, but it's maybe it's like um, I've been telling myself. We've been telling ourselves, and we've been. And the 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 weird thing about it here is that like I've really conditioned myself to not care, right? 
as a person, as a man, and everything's cool, and we're fine, and now suddenly I care. Mm. And I feel like I'm just like taking all these steps back, and I don't know why. And I'm not, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I've, I've tried meds. I've tried uh, a bunch of different stuff. And I've, you, there's hours and, and reams and hours of me talking about this stuff on this podcast. And that in, my, in itself is depressing because I hadn't, haven't conquered the beast yet. Maybe I never will. I mean, that's the that's always the thing. Is like once you get off the path, you can't yeah. start from where you were. You got to start from the top again. Right. It's All every hard, time. It's just hard to explain to people that are like, especially like my parents and shit like that. It's like this will all like, like this fucking head shit will always be with me, always, always. It's like there's no like trading it in for something else. It'll always just be with me. You should weird. blame your parents a lot when you're with them. You're like, no. you know, you shouldn't have, uh, you shouldn't have <laughs> had single use plastics in the house when oh, I was a child. Yeah. You know, like shit we yeah, never could have B- known about. The BPEs <laughs> were really bad. The PCBs and the BPEs. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was a wonderful time um, growing up. I don't know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not usually... Uh, I should just be happy and funny guy because it's a comedy podcast, but I... This more, is not a comedy podcast. This is high IQ immaturity. It's high IQ immaturity, yes. And I'm being very immature right now. So, cheers. Maybe maybe the fucking beer in my hands is the first fucking problem. Who knows? <laughs> could, um, could be. Could be a place to start. No, it's just... I fucking... That's such an annoying place to start, though. Because let's all right. So let's assume the beer in your hand is the problem. That's such a pain in the ass to like, yeah. as opposed to like, I'm gonna set my alarm at 8 a.m. every day this week, and I'm or whatever. Like fucking, I like set at seven o'clock. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just some some like simple easy win where you're just like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna cook myself dinner every night. I'm not gonna get takeout or some shit. Something yeah. that you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. I got through that. Instead of it doesn't do anything either. I'm gonna I'm gonna quit drinking immediately. Like boom, Jesus Christ! I could do that too. You could. I just like having a beverage. I'm not. I I could go. You know, but the one thing in LA was funny because we played, um, uh, we played that theater. Uh, what was the name of the? It was like uh, Brain Something. Brain. I uh, fuck! I feel so bad. Thank you, of course. Thank you for well, hosting the, us. Well, the yeah. person, yeah, they hosted us. The person that set it up really was Bob Shed, Max to Grind. And goddamn, what a good friend of ours. Uh, yeah, seriously. Really, fucking always a big upper. I really appreciate it. was Brain Dead Studios, right? I really appreciate Dead, Bob's company. And Bob just, it's funny. It's like, I'm waiting. Bob, when Bob is like, is very too nice to us. And it's like my nature to wait for the other foot to drop. <laughs> it's like, when, it's, it's like, I'm like, is Bob going to ask me for a blowjob at some point here? Or like, what? <laughs> But like no, it's just he's just one. I'd have to do it. I mean, like yeah, but yeah. No, right, he right. is the rarest of. He's like the rarest of people who actually, literally, not in a. I'm gonna just not in like a notes app way. Like truly wants his friends to succeed. Yeah. Like he is a coach almost. He just really wants everybody to succeed, and he's done a ton for us. And uh, I thank him very much officially. Now that this is our our new episode, I can't thank him enough. For everything, he fucking did did everything from hook it up to drive us around, like just every just like every <laughs> little fucking thing. When we like, got our fucking, oh, we got off the plane. Yeah, talk about unreal this shit. Oh my god, we got to talk about you save. Okay, so <laughs> thank you, Bob. We're going to talk about the the Bob episode. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about the 
right? Okay, so we we fly it. We're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to LA. It's gonna be great. We drive down, listen to Carlito the whole time. Driving to Newark was quick. Yeah, really it was quick. Great. Listen to laughing, listening to Carlito the whole time. Me beating you over the head with Carlito. I, mean, I was um, falling asleep. It was all good by yeah, me. Yeah, it was great. I was all awake. I was wired. I took lots of Adderall. It was fucking great. Um, had camel shorts on with no pockets, FYI. Um, and got to the, uh, you know, parked car, no problem. It's all kinds of like seedy little apps just to like get any, squeeze any fucking dollar oh, from yeah. you on your way to the airport. Like I looked it up and parking at the economy lot at Newark would have cost the same amount of money. Is and that we could right? have just walked out to the car. Wow, yeah. damn. It's just, but they make it feel like, save, you know, you're saving 75% over, you know, lot call. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, you're not. And it's scammy and weird and whatever. But no, they should never been allowed to, like, teach people how to do apps. Apps should have been something that nobody. Yeah, you, have to go, you have to get a four year degree for. But you, you need, like, to become a lawyer, like, yeah. or like an architect, something where you need to go through, like, an intense. Like almost a Masonic. Oh, well, in theory, right. you should go through an intense whatever to, to learn how to do that stuff. But no, people are doing it in their fucking basements. Yeah. So we so fucked f- up. Yeah. Like any, like any, like more now, now more than ever, everybody is trying to separate you from your money. And I learned, when you learn that the hard way, we flew out to LAX, no problem. It was awesome. Flight was good. Flight was great. I was fine. Nice and cool in there. It was like, oh, it was like, it was like an ice tube. People were LA yoga yoga women were fucking bugging. This um, one shaved head woman who was sitting right near you, yeah, and she kept looking to the back. Finally, she pressed the button and said, "We're cold in here." And then um, they did, and then <laughs> and I had the awesome because I was sitting two rows from the back. I had the awesome view of you seeing this woman say, "It's too cold in here," and then hearing the woman say. Oh fuck that! I don't know what you want me to want us to do. It only has one temperature. Like a whole pissing and moaning about it, and then like her looking back, like what's, like, like make please make the please make it ninety please make it into on a hot yeah, yoga I need session. Yeah, this be a, a sauna in here. And they I brought, found out that they do that because you're less likely to get nauseous in the cold. Yeah, they brought her a blanket. Oh, they, how nice! Yeah, and, I was, and I was like, I was please, please ask them if the blanket has any is made out of toxic materials. Please, <laughs> are there any PFEs in this blanket or what's happening here? But we landed fine. We, we, I, I'm not gonna say we. I thought I was gonna do us a dandy, and I rented us a, a vehicle. Um, well, suspiciously I found, cheap. Found us a vehicle that was suspiciously cheap. And it turns out that it was suspiciously cheap. And it actually wasn't... Uh, we went to the place that was marketed as, like, green rentals. Like, the rental difference. Like, we care about our customers. And then we get there. And it is a literal sweatshop called You Save. And go in there, and there's people wearing, like, super cheap white t- like white button-down shirts... It looks like a place that could be closed up in five minutes. A hundred, like on purpose by design. Oh my god! It looked like we were on a set from Repo Man, where they had just <laughs> yes, have like it did. It, it really did, and I was like, uh oh. And then there's two people in front of us. One is a family who prompt proceeds to get ripped off. Then it's a guy who's there to hike, and he's like, "Well, this is double what you said the on the website." And they're like. Uh, yes, but you didn't take into account the special insurance. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. What the fuck is this? We have no wheels. 
So then it gets to us, and then some bullshit happens where I can't like switch around the drivers, and well, and I I think I was just like, okay, we're good, okay, we're good. Like when <laughs> I pulled like a Furio, or uh, I pulled like a Silvio Dante. I was just like, okay, we're going, yeah, right. okay, we're going, we gotta go, okay. And they were just like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, you don't want to debate this and like yeah. yell at me for twenty minutes, oh, and then I like, cheer you for three hundred bucks. Because the dude was like, well, you got, you were uh, late to pick up your car, so. I was like, yeah, shit happens. So, okay, we're an hour late because your weird unmarked van <laughs> was sitting there and we didn't know until we asked. Anyways, it's LA. And then Bob Shed just picks us up and we're yeah, fucking rock and roll. Just call Bob just to be like, yo, heads up, we're going to be a little late. And he's like, and at he's, the just airport. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, we're, we're going to come get you. Boom. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden he appears. But I love the kismet of that because then you just, I think that people are like groups and like things like that are just predestined to happen. Like, we call Bob, and he's at the airport five minutes away. Perfect. He could have been in fucking... He could have been in, out in Silmar, for all we know. Before we knew it, we were at a Del Taco. Yeah, before we knew it, we were at a Del Taco, and everything was fine. He's like our, he's like our fixer. He's like that dude who cleaned up all the fucking <laughs> brains in Pulp Fiction. He's like our fixer. He's a Harvey he's, Keitel. He's a little bit like the Harvey Keitel. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But the live thing was awesome. It, I had a great time. I uh, I thought you did well, despite the fact you you seem like you don't feel oh, like that. I but I think you to were that. in See, top I'm, form. I I listened to that on uh, on the way to work, and I thought it sounded great. I loved the laughs. There were a decent amount of people there. Yeah, Jesus. And but I just thought I didn't do very well. I thought I should have prepared a little bit more. But um, I well, would just I you're just, in luck because we got more live shows coming up because I'm addicted as shit to this. So right. uh, get ready. So the the 10th anniversary show is going to be... <sighs> Should we just announce this? That way we have to do it. All right, 10th anniversary show. Should we have a band meeting right now? Band me Oh, yeah, let's have a band meeting. So we should figure out where we're going to have it right motherfucking now. Just in case. All right, so band meeting or um, podcast meeting. So... I would love. I'm addicted to it too. Yeah, it's really fun. I would fun. love to do more. So where I think New York is a New York makes sense. Spot. Yeah, I feel like everyone was asking for an East Coast show, so uh, yeah. I guess New York. I don't know where the venues are in New York, and I don't know what kind of tap room we can <laughs> fill. So we'll have to figure that out. But uh, I, I mean, you know, we could uh, just figure something out. I'd like to have maybe a band, band play. Maybe? I don't know. We could have a band play. That seems that'd be fun. So, yeah, it's a very weird thing doing a live podcast versus playing music. It's a really different experience. It's hmm. very strange. I won't say I didn't. I, I was the same experience in that I don't get stage fright, so I would just Right, that, that part's fun. Did you like when I, when I was going up on the stage, I purposely pulled the chair out to block your way? <laughs> no, I did not notice that. Oh, Thank yeah. You. Thank oh, yeah. you. You were like, I got to get up there. I got to go. I got to go. You were in full, like, you were in full show mode. You're like, I got to get up there. I got to get up there. I got to get into the thing. But we had a good time. It was a video. Uh, there was video of it. Allegedly. There is video. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I'm sure he has a million things to do. But I almost knocked that dude's camera over. So that would have been. Uh, that, we wouldn't have gotten a video at that point. I think. Well, that would have, I mean, it's partly my. I mean, they would have actually messed ours up. That was when I went into the back patio to only to find they didn't serve alcohol. And I was like, oh, good. thankfully, Knox, Knox, uh, Stephen, Chris, out front. Supplying the alcohol. Well, this is still a podcast meeting, my sorry, friend. Sorry. And um, <laughs> supplying the alcohol. I, uh, you know, no, there was um, a moment where I was just splitting. I was not splitting, but I was drinking a uh, really tall can of like a 22 can of Mickey's with 
knocks out front, looking at the traffic go by. And I was like, God damn, I don't have a fucking worry in the world. Yeah, it's a great feeling. And I realized it was just this stupid job of mine. This is just an albatross around my neck because I, I just felt so good. And, um, and I was just like, I need to have some more food, folks, and fun uh, a little bit more. Like in general. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Figure out, maybe not so much food, but definitely folks and fun before I just, you know, throw myself on the on the fucking rails and, and, act, and then I'll end up being like every other person I work with. Um, but it was really nice. So you hadn't left, you hadn't like, aside from going to ESPN, you hadn't left for like a minute or you'd been like fucking homebound. No, I oh, yeah. homebound. So it was super nice. And I, I just hadn't done traveling. I was just so, I'm always... My job was intensely busy all the time. So it's just like go in and it's just boom, 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 boom. Um, So, but it was really nice. And then we um, got up and did our thing and we got some laughs, I think. And I, we just have to figure out what, what are we going to do that again where people will actually come and watch us. So I think, I mean, our anniversary is Black Friday. Yeah. Fridays are good nights to do these things. So I think Walmart we should try and we should yeah, we should just no matter where, even if it's somebody's living room in New York, we should try and do yeah. Black Friday this year. Okay, Live Black show. Friday, New York City venue, TBD. Anyone who lives in New York who uh, wants to uh, hip us to where to book this or yeah. has any ideas on that sort of thing, fucking let us Please. know. Anywhere that has a sound system of reasonable quality, although we can just. He's winging. We run us the Roadcaster. Thank you, the good people down at Road. Um, Yo, Roadcaster. Ro- fucking Road saved our asses at yeah. this show. We, we saved the show's there. ass. Yeah, Everybody we got there, it. and the like the sound guy from the venue. I uh, mean, it's he understood how to do sound. It's like he didn't know what he did, but it was, he was seemed very uncommittal to the whole project. Yeah, know? he's just like, well. Um, and then the other the podcast, uh, the Quit Your Band guys were like trying to get their yeah recording thing to work and it, nothing was working and so I got of course immediately recruited oh to, you went uh, into to, full you know, like you went into full Andrew mode in, yeah. in a way I haven't seen in like 15 years <laughs> you know, he, he's still in there you were yeah you were just like okay we're just gonna do this whole thing we're just, like the way you would do, you would do it in like, like house shows that have like a like a PV bass yeah, amp yeah, just move over I got and this and you're like well there's an old there's like a Tascam mixer in the corner let's just hook this up and see what happens and then, like, you'd end up, like, the show would sound great, and you'd be like, <laughs> it would be all because of you. Oh, it would be perfect. Got a, lot of, got a lot of money for that. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, this te- we wound up recording the entire show on this fucking roadcaster, which shouldn't have been there. In the first. We were thinking about not bringing it, and the last Good minute we, we decided to. Yeah, and the whole show would have been completely undocumented I'm otherwise. Afraid, so. I'm afraid of getting it broken. But. Yeah, but no, it's, uh, it's a yeah. beast. It's roadworthy. That's uh, quite nice. A, Thank uh, you, Road. It's uh, Roadworthy. Aha, Roadworthy, R-O-D-E. We got to get a little case for it. Now they sell case. Yeah. Well, case, hard shell cases now I know. for it. Yeah, but that would just be another thing to check. That's all right. You know, if, if we fly American, I check shit for free all the time. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to fly to New York if we have a show in New York. All right, let's do it. Balling. Yeah. Balling out of control. What's the app where you can rent a, like a chopper? Oh, uh, Blade. 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 No, I'm going to do a Blade. I'm going to do a blade. You know, I should, we should just start saying that shit when we go to bars locally. We'd be like, hey, you want to take a blade or you just want to like, or what are we doing tomorrow? Like, are we going to take a blade down? You or should like, start when you meet oh, yeah. women like who are not connected in your social oh, yeah. network that you can like really be like a fucking sketchball with. Oh, yeah. You should be like, do you want to take a blade to the Hamptons this weekend? Yeah. And that's uh, apropos of nothing, you know, and just yeah. see what happens. I think I take on a blade. Um, it's a little, uh, 
not even talk about the cost ever. Just be like, it's a little long, but I was thinking about just taking a blade from here to the Hamptons. Because um, I love, there's a place that I, I really love their brunch. And I was just asking if you want to go. Yeah. And I don't, what happens is I don't go, I don't sleep. Uh, I don't really sleep before I go. I sleep on the blade. Mm. So you'd have to, we'd have to kind of either hang out all night or meet. <laughs> <laughs> or meet the next day. You having the pantomime being on the phone with Blade at 5 a.m. Like, so there's no Blades available oh, exactly. anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess we should just <laughs> guess we just go to Nighthawks. Uh, I guess that's that's, oh, well. that's it. Best laid plans, right? Mm. Of course, I live I'm, so close to Nighthawks now. I could throw a football and hit it. Yeah. I haven't been once since I moved there. It's a restaurant. It's a restaurant owned by our, our old boss. Yeah. Yeah. Howie. Um, so anyway, so bottom line, uh, this Black Friday live show somewhere, somewhere. D- uh, details to be determined. And as um, usual, we're crowdsourcing. Please help yeah, us. Please. We're, f- we're very tired old men. Please <laughs> fucking just point us in a direction. We'll be happy to go. Tired, there. I'm a tired young man who I, I am like, uh, I was so abnormally fatigued when I came back that I thought for sure I had caught something. And I'm, I, and I mean, I yeah, you were, you were very tired that night that we watched that football game, or yeah. the start of the football game, the, the rain it out. Was, it was Thursday, this Hall of Fame game last, this last Thursday. I mean, I was like jet lagged from Monday to Thursday. That was wild. I was so tired. And I, I'm just not, uh, yeah, no, that was bad. That was very bad. I, you know, it, this is one of those things where like, I'll sound like a dick. But okay. there's only a few times in my life I'll be able to sound like a dick in this way, so I'm going to bask in it. All right. I got to be honest, man. Switching to co- going to L.A., coming home, switching time zones, going to London, switching time zones. Yeah. It really it knocked me out, man. I did For days, I didn't know where I was. didn't know what day it was. It was it was something else, wow. man. I'm not going to travel for a while. I need to reset yeah. the biological clock. You know what you're I'm saying? Bad. You're worldwide, man. I'm you're worldwide. Like, <laughs> I'm pitbull. Wow, you're like you're like the uh, you're like be- that that singer Beja. I don't know what Beja is. That's a great name, though. Beja, no, Beja is a singer. Um, but you know, it really was like no joke. Like the the week in between coming back from London and then leaving for LA and then trying to keep my time somewhat normal was really insane like that one night uh i think like we both went to bed at like nine o'clock or something like that like knox was pouting that we both went to sleep yeah people thought we were mad i was like no i'm just fucking (laughs) i don't know what fucking day it is please stop super bad super bad uh all right i'm gonna end the podcast meeting but yes please uh you know reach out let's do this great what's happening black friday you know what i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna find the first session and see what time we started that and that's when we're going to start the show at the minute of the <laughs> tenure oh wow it's on it's on i, I definitely saw that file somewhere. i know i think back and on what uh person i was back then versus now <laughs> and i still feel really good should we do <laughs> all right so yeah. instead of an opening act we just play the first podcast <laughs> <laughs> fucking over the loudspeakers before we go on. I cannot believe. It's it's wild. It's dire. I mean, I I don't remark on myself often, but yes, I do not feel remotely like that. I feel like no, even listening to like episode, I don't know, like 150 or like something like that. I'm like, who is this person? Yeah, what is he talking him. about? What an asshole. Very I don't know, weird. Maybe I've been the same for a while, but I don't think so. 
I think I calmed down a lot. Oh, oh definitely. I I, I calmed down after a, a spike, after a supernova of yeah. uh, about a year that was pretty intense. Champagne, but, yeah. so Liz Fair supernova or a champagne supernova? A champagne supernova. All right. Liz Fair has a song called Supernova. I just thought you'd want to hear that. Uh, maybe we'll play. Maybe it'll play at us out tonight. Who knows? Liz Fair. I thought she. I think she says Liz Fair Supernova. Mm-hmm. People were in love with Liz Fair. Oh, people loved her. Yeah, that was yeah. no joke. Not anymore. I don't really get it. I don't know. Well, because she if played I go guitar. Back, if I go back and I look at Liz Fair now, I'd be like, oh, I get it. Let's go back and look. Let's at go Liz look at Liz Fair. Let's be fair. This is a segment called "Being Fair to Liz Fair." Let's see if it works. Liz, how do you spell fair? fair Ms. L I Z, right? Oh, I spelled L E Z. Fair. Is it P H A R? Four. Okay, back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. There's a couple pictures looking of her all right? looking fucking really good. She looks like a. Sounds like belly. Well, you gotta go. You gotta play Supernova. This is it. No, it's not. So I hit start on Supernova and it started to play the Juliana Hatfield three. Another person people were fucking way about. No, she's not good. Come on, man. What is this? This fair Supernova. Oh, it won't let me play the song. The next best thing for me. This isn't it. What are you listening to lately? Is that like what it's, is that? Well, it's it's trying to play the song. For whatever reason, this thing's like erroring out on me, and then it just plays something. Oh, you might like this, and then it plays Sleater Kinney. It's like no, I don't, certainly do oh not want that. No, I'd rather jump off a bridge. Yeah. Okay, let's fair. I got it. I got it. WEQX 102.7. I don't know why she would say you're Liz Fair Supernova. I don't think that's what she says. No, she's definitely not what she says. <laughs> But to my credit, I haven't heard that since I did ninety-two point seven WGFR College Radio. So. Uh, so I found out what my problem is: my hard drive is full. Okay, that's the problem. So it hasn't been recording us on there for minutes. Okay. But thanks to the good people at Road, we're still rolling. <laughs> yeah. Everything's still working. I love Fine. it. Fine. Awesome. People love to hear how the sausage is made. Definitely. So, um, well, is this gonna is this gonna spin you out, or do you want to put? No, we're we're no, we're we're rolling. We're good. We're rolling. Okay, we got twelve good. plus hours in this little card. Oh, let's go. Liz Fair. I don't know why we got into Liz Fair. <laughs> we were being fair to Liz Fair. Well, the thing is, would you think that that Supernova is her most listened to song on Spotify? Um, is it? No. Yeah, and I was gonna say it's probably some not. song from 2003 called "Why Can't I," which has 30 million. Oh, listens. we got to hear this shit. Let's go. Never heard the song in my life. 
WGFR 92.7. What the shit is this? You hear me hit the post there? That was pretty good. I'm going to do it again. Yeah, take it it from the top. 92.7 WGFR Adirondack Community College Radio. Liz Fair, everybody. Why can't I? Nice. This is really bad. This is like uh, Farley Brothers comedy, like when, yeah. when, like, oh, she doesn't like me anymore, and I have a hook for a hand. Frozen high five, credits roll. What in the shit is that? Somebody let a fucking smoke bomb off outside? Yeah, something like that. Our house is burning down. All right, whatever. You know, it turned out that we were just better off friends in the end, man. <laughs> Frozen high five. All right, so. Uh, the the tenth anniversary episode. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Is uh, is going to be just us doing a stage play of Better Off Friends. Fuck, I wish. With all the Sean Duty scenes edited out, motherfucker. Uh, I know I made a promise to do something with Sean Duty at the live show, yeah. and uh, oh, you can do something with it. It's him. happening. It's you happening. Can, you can do something with him. Oh yeah, it's happening. Are you not doing it? You're not. You're not going to be part of this. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Duke can fuck himself. Wow, I can't believe this. I can't believe it's happening. Fucking baby. <laughs> Jesus. What are you doing over there? You're, you're mixing brews. I am. <laughs> are you are you marrying all the half drunk beers? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but no, because I get talking and then I forget I opened it up. Yeah, not felt. All right. Well, yet another reason not to date me. I pour beers together. I think that's all right. You think it's all right? Yeah. Great. I mean, I'm not trying to date you, but like. I was looking at apartments in Detroit today. Is that right? Wow. I was Holy looking at shit. Par- I was looking at the place actually next door to you, the really the big, nice new place. Oh, so <laughs> the Insight. Yeah. Nine, nine, oh, fuck. 9.50 a month. Yes, that's not bad. Fucking great. It's not bad. It's not bad. And just throw water balloons through our windows at each other all day. <laughs> what? 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 Let the air like just let the air out of your tires. Don't don't slash them. It's just be like every day a little bit more. I'm t- Some pranks. <laughs> tires, I'm down. Let's do it. My tires keep losing air. I uh, I have not really enjoyed Troy since I've moved there. It's been too fucking hot, and I don't ever hire movers for anything. So I've just been yeah. like slowly moving myself in, which means like. Yeah. Like I drove uh, on Sunday. I drove. I woke up at five a.m. Yeah, to drive to New York raid. to buy a like a, a TV stand that I really liked, blow up doll, and a couch that I ended up hating and not buying, which was like a, a little bit of a conflict with the person. Okay. Um, oh, really? Yeah, though. but it's like, yo, fuck you. I drove from fucking Albany. Are you kidding me? Like, you're going to catch a case with me because I don't like, want to buy your stained couch? Wait, so they're like, oh, well, you said you'd buy it. Yeah, it was. It was like, and it was that like bitchy, like, kind of rich, but really not as rich as they want to be New Yorker thing. We're like, oh, I mean, you know, I uh, I guess I get it. You know, like, fuck uh, you. Yeah. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. Yeah, um, why don't you go beg your wife for a blowjob? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I wound up just driving down there for a TV stand. But then wow, I didn't, you know, I don't ask for help moving. Okay. So I just took this 170-pound TV stand and brought it up a flight of stairs myself by lifting every two stairs on my knee and then stopping, <laughs> being like, it's so hot. You know I work... It's so you, hot. You know I work two times you, over, fucking right? this, Yeah, like you could go. shoot a flare gun off and I'd see it from where I live. Yeah, I could help. 
Whoa. Okay. Um, and it's just been it's just been so hot and just so much and so whatever. So I haven't really had a chance to yeah. enjoy Troy very much, but. I do have a path that goes right from the front of my house to the good coffee place. Yeah. So that's all that's all I need. I'm okay. set. And the the good taco place is kind of far away, but the tacos are so fucking good that I keep going there and getting oh, them. I need to stop. Oh, Capital. Oh, fucking so good. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not the vegan, weird vegan burrito. No, place. hell no. I get like the, the fucking, what is it? The, like the birra taco? Oh, fuck I me. I like the vegan, uh, I like the vegan burrito place that is like, everyone there is like, Oh, you're making me work eight hours. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit so much. <laughs> I was thinking about that today because I, uh, for the first time ever, I have you ever ordered something to pick up at a store? That's like a thing that happened since COVID, where you can like, well, you can, we'll run it out to your car. No, I just mm. go to the store. Like Same. I've never once like done a it. Warm-blooded human being, I go to the store. Uh, today, I had, I had a bunch of shit I had to do, and I was still doing like fucking work shit. It's like <laughs> I got a, a fucking bunch of annoying. shit I gotta do. I have a bunch of shit to do. All right. So I ordered online from Target to just pick up on my way home, Ooh. and it was such a fucking clusterfuck. I absolutely could have just walked in there and got all this stuff yeah. and left. Okay. And as I, as I was walking out, I was just like, it's not like, is it is it that people are less competent than they were two years ago? If not, where are all the competent people? Because it's only incompetent people doing <laughs> things now. And every place I go to is just somebody who's like, I don't, I my fibromyalgia makes it so I can't I just, find this Apple TV that you want to buy. You know, like, it's well, I fucking insane. I, I really honestly think that it's there's not a ton of esprit de corps. Certainly I guess not. You could say, but also but people got but, that means we were getting by an esprit de corps for years, which but, is fucking wild. <laughs> it didn't feel like it at the time. I think that there was a certain amount of industriousness that permeated our society that yeah. maybe doesn't anymore. Uh, yeah. But what is the other? What's the alternative? Like I think about this a lot. Like especially when I have to argue with like people who work for me. <laughs> who like don't want to do right work, and I was like, well, you have to, you have to. Yeah, I mean, I the, I don't make this rule. This yeah, is just the like rule. This is just the war, the rule of man. You have to go to work. Well, I've already been there twice. Okay, and you have to go a third time. Yeah, you have to. I thought I'm just very. That's how I talk to. Him. I'm just I'm very like you have to. Oh, and then I just get all like, but the first person that's like spoken like. No nonsense to them in like like six months probably yeah. you know without any haggling you know, um, yeah I don't I think they're just uh, uh, industriousness is at an all time low and then, you know it's like people just have every excuse not to want to do stuff and whatever I mean it's it's it doesn't benefit society at all you know I mean if it it's kind of like when I worked at Pizza Hut. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to work there forever. <laughs> right, yes. So I took it seriously just because it was my it was my bread. I didn't want to get fired. But I knew that if I had to work hard in order to get something else or I would just stay there forever. Exactly. So and I didn't and I didn't go in one day and say this is bullshit, we should unionize. Like ever. <laughs> and, and then I didn't I didn't go in there and demand a raise because I know I wasn't doing that much. I just did the job and I didn't ask to unionize and I didn't ask for a raise because I knew I wasn't going to work there for the rest of my life. Can you life. imagine going to Pizza Hut and be like, we're going to unionize? Like, what's a union? What are you talking about? I love it. I love it. It's like, we're going to unionize and it's like it's a coffee shop with three people working. <laughs> 
It's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, well, we're gonna go, well, and like, imagine the one guy, like Danny with the kid, like the older, like Gen Xer kind of guy who like has like a, like a silkworm tattoo. Right. And he's like, I actually need this job. I'm working. And he crosses the picket line. Imagine that scenario. Oh, forget it. Scab. Fucking scab. Oh, I slept with him seven years ago. He oh, didn't call me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cancel. Can't you swear? I, um, like, it's... At the end of the day, this this shit is all... Like, I'm sorry for everyone who's feels strongly about these things. This is all some bizarre resentment thing. I don't know what to do for you. Don't sorry. It's just yeah. weird. It's, just, it's weird right. that you don't understand what this it's is. It's just bizarre to me that if you, if you hate... Like, what any if anything like if anything taught me about living in this country is that if you don't like your job figure it out quit like, if you don't like your job a lot quit and quit. Bet, quit and bet on yourself yeah so yo quit and become a bank robber i don't give a shit yeah. fuck it whatever it's fine like fucking quit and it was not, oh it's uh, not that, that, that easy for everybody yeah i know but sometimes you have to <laughs> bet on yourself like, I gotta I, be honest, I, man. The, I I don't think I ever caught more shit than when at a party full of like normal people during the Flint water crisis. I was like, I, people should just walk out of there. I'm like, well, they can't just walk. Like, yeah, they can. They could just walk. if you if you live in a place where there's no water, you right. walk to the place where there's water. You know, it's just like well, if you live in a municipality like a county or like a city that that, that doesn't like give you fucking like no, you continue to like you. It's so bizarre to me. Like you, you like. You'll complain, complain, but you'll also go. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, like Big I time. hate this job so much that I show up every day. <laughs> what? It's I yeah. Every I time, mean, I mean, there's been there's been times where I've quit with nothing lined up, and I bet on myself because I said, you know what, I'm fucking better than this. And, and here hate, we are now in I the hate, great room. Yeah, and you I get hate, a great room, and I hate this fucking job, and I'm, you know, and I. Despite all my amputations, I, I figured my shit out. It took a long time, and here we are. And it could all go in. It could st- I was still in the balance. It hangs in the precarious balance. It all could all go in a minute. But I did it, and it was hard. That's the mm-hmm. thing. It Interesting. Was, <laughs> I don't like was, things that are hard. It was hard, and I and I was broke for a really long time. But I, I kept my sense of humor, and uh, that was that was like the one thing that got me through. And what are you gonna do? You know, I I'm mean, not gonna try and unionize the fucking. I wasn't trying to unionize the fucking terrible nonprofit I worked at. I left because it sucked. I mean, let's can we? You know, actually, I'm not gonna. I was gonna say let's go down the list of uh, industries that have unionized and have not gotten the shit beaten out of them on the world market almost yeah. within the fucking same decade. But you know, we won't go down. Well, that's, that's that's for another show. My father, my father was a teamster, and he you should hear what, how he talks about unions. I can know? imagine because it's not real. It's not real organization. It's just like I hate my job organization. Yeah, it's cheering you like a sheep because yeah, you're very resentful and strange. Like it's the difference between. Or like true organizing and like getting mad because your boss sucks. That's the difference. And once you realize that's the difference, maybe you'll find something better. That's all I'm going to say. Why don't we do questions? Because okay. we're going long on the content and we're getting dangerously close to takes here. And it's not fall yet. Fall, we can do takes all the time. Oh, what do we got? All in one. Perez, 25 years old, originally drafted by the Tigers. 
lives in Venezuela. Boy, can you imagine you're a young kid playing in the United States, you're from Venezuela, and every time you look at the news, it's a nightmare. A butt attempt is missed. Runners were holding 0-2. Socialism failing to work as it always does, this time in Venezuela. You talk about giving everybody something free and all of a sudden there's no food to eat. And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Anyway. Vince, ladies and gentlemen, Vince Scully. Vince Scully. I thought that would be a perfect inroad, and this is why we'll be in the Broadcasting oh, Hall of Fame. Perfect. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is why we'll be in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Uh, Vince Scully, one of the, actually, I would say the greatest baseball announcer of all time, Unreal. died. And I have so many rips. Hell and yeah. I have so many clips. And he's the person that called everything from the San Francisco 49ers catch to the Kirk Gibson home run. He also called the fucking Mets game where Bill Buckner fumbled yes. the fucking ball. Oh, my God. Um, this is just some of... Um, this is. I found some weird videos, of course, because that's what we do. This is uh, Vin Scully. Some, a uh, local broadcast, a local radio station bet him. You know how they say about good broadcasters, like, he could read the dictionary and it sounds right. good. Or he could read a grocery list and it sound good. Well, a little... Uh, a local uh, radio station in Los Angeles bet Vin Scully that he couldn't read um, his his household grocery list. He went. He drove down to the studio that day and read it for the entire city of Los Angeles. <laughs> so I thought you want to hear that. Sure, Andy, I'd be happy to. Well, let's see. We've got a dozen eggs, a quart of milk, a loaf of bread, a can of frozen orange juice, he six it? small white onions, a green pepper, garlic powder, a package of American cheese, pickles, kosher, that is, bananas, cornflakes, maple syrup, toothpaste, paper towels, toilet paper, six bars of soap, hot dogs, quarter pound of chopped meat, steak, lamb chops, package of spaghetti, three apples, bologna, cottage cheese, a pound of butter, two ears of corn, beer, ketchup, peanut butter, soy sauce, and a half a pound of coffee. Yeah. That's a pretty Astros respectable come grocery in. list. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and, um, Vince Scully was one of the greatest, uh, if not the greatest, broadcaster of all time. I uh, have some more Vince Scully clips for everybody. I also have some Vince Scully rips as well. Yeah. Um, so here we go. That's not something I thought that I would <laughs> have to play. So, um, <laughs> let's just keep going. Okay, here we go. Maybe you'll recognize some of these. He just has that one of those, like, you think he's an actor because he has such a good voice. And in a way, he is an actor. I mean, yeah, that's, that's part of it. Oh, yeah. See the brake lights come on? Yeah. Unbelievable! A home run for Gibson! And the Dodgers have won the game 5-4! to four. I don't believe what I just saw! Unreal. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. 
March 10th inning. Can you believe this ball game at Shea? Oh, brother. Three and two to Mookie Wilson. Little roller up along first. Behind the bag. It gets through. Unreal. picture is worth a thousand words you have seen about a million words but more than that <laughs> you have seen an absolutely bizarre finish to game six of the 1986 World Series the Mets are not only alive they are well and stay a professional and pitches games one ball and no strike. Aaron yes, he's got a lot of these. But he also did like, um, he would be able to tell, he would tell, um, I love how it just like rolls off to the next thing. My algorithm is so fucked up right now. Um, he would also be able to call the game while also telling a story, which is incredible, incredible shit to me. Like, um, here, hold on. Um, let me find, oh, here we go. This is great. This is just on live television. I'm not going to do it now because there's two out and the base is empty. But sometime during the game, if you've been like the way I have been, looking at players with these big beards, I decided I'm going to do a little research right. on beards. So during the game, yeah, there's plenty of them around. We'll tell you a couple of stories as we go through it. Two down, second inning, no score. And first pitch, fastball, first right. Could he have had the best first life? All, like, is it possible? Like, it's unreal. Dawn it, it, of a life completely Beards evolved, number one, because ladies like them. And number two, it was the idea of frightening off adversaries and wild animals. There's the one strike pitch, swung on and missed strike two. In fact, it was so serious, if you look it up, there's a divine mandate for beards in Leviticus yeah. and Deuteronomy. Hell yeah. Yeah. No balls and two strikes, they count. Stripling from the first base side of the rubber. Strike two pitch to Norris is promptly hit into right field and it lands in front of Kike for a base hit. So Norris, a two out single to right, and that will bring up Jamile Weeks. There became a time where Greek <laughs> dramatists mined the popular prejudice against clean-shaven men. Back then, clean-shaven men were looked as the, oh, maybe effeminate. Mm. And then... <laughs> he said it, not me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, just let me find one more here because... <laughs> um, yeah, this is a weird one. And here comes Tori Hunter. Tori Hunter will be the first to tell you he had a very tough childhood growing up. His mom was an elementary school teacher, and his father was a railroad worker. His name was Theotis. However, Theotis became a crack addict. In fact, his father disappeared for quite a National while. National television. Corey takes ball one, and he disappeared but he's just like Corey's ball one. jacket. And then one day, Corey got up in the morning, and his dad was asleep on the couch, and there was the jacket on the back of a chair. So he put the jacket on. He was so thrilled, and he went to school. And he wanted to 
answer a question and raised his right hand, shaking it. And falling out of the jacket was, what do you call it, a cracked pipe? <laughs> I guess that's what you'd call it. <laughs> that's the so first dead. time he realized his father. Well, you get the idea. Tori, with okay, all you know, those producers are like, okay, Vin, yeah, okay, Vin, 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 Vin. Yeah, I love that, though. What What is the and problem exactly? Yeah. So that's Vin Scully. Vin Scully wow. was the uh, an, an announcer. Born in 1932, gone, uh, I would say gone too soon in 2022. Um, died as we were in flight on the way back. Well, you were in, in uh, you were, I was in flight and you were in drive. I was, yeah. Died on the evening of um, August 1st. That's right. We were driving back. Yeah. If I knew he was that close to death, I would have went there and said, hey. Of their lives. Um, don't die. Thanks for the laughs. Thanks for the laughs. Thanks for the tears. I uh, I drove past the uh, the dinosaurs from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I said, "Oh, oh. Pee Wee's Big Adventure." You did. Oh, oh my God, that's oh. great. <clears throat> um, also on the docket, as far as death goes. Oh, we got more. Oh, we've got plenty. Who else died? He's the only one I knew. Olivia Newton-John died today. Oh, okay. Olivia Newton-John, uh, known for a lot of things, known for Greece. Um, known for uh, maybe having sex with uh, John Travolta. Mm, probably, right? In Greece. Yo, John Travolta was a very good-looking man. I, I was watching Saturday Night Fever not that long ago. I'm like, God damn, this was a very good, like a very handsome man. But really also wild. known for doing... I'd fuck him. You would fuck him, okay. Uh, but also known for doing very weird covers. <laughs> the Razor Ramon theme. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Covering God Only Knows by the Beach Boys the year it came out. <laughs> not a good idea. I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you. I kind of like this better, actually. Right? I was surprised by how little Beach Boys we had on the L.A. trip. I thought that was going to be uh, nonstop. Yeah. Covering um, who's the who's the good Beatle? Um, uh, George Harrison. Yes, George Harrison behind that locked door. Oh, okay. The Beatles version is better, and uh, but most famous perhaps for her super hot song and video, ghost written by Ya Boy Prince. I don't know this one. I don't think. Oh well, fuck! What am I saying? Of course. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ghost written by Prince, Olivia Newton-John, his first major break into professional songwriting. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Bunch of hot moms and jazzercise oh, yeah. fucking working out to this shit in the 80s. I thought she was hot. She had short hair and shit. I like girls with short hair. 
I think girls have short hair or hair down to their ass. Yeah, I feel, I feel, feel you. I haven't seen it in a very long time. Good chorus. Yeah. Yeah, this is clearly a Prince song. Yeah, I love that right? feeling where you don't know Prince wrote something and then they, somebody says or, it and go, oh yeah, I, not only do I know that, I've always instinctually known that. He just has such an like an autographic style yeah, about him. That it's impressive. Like, yeah, of course. Um, he uh, refused to play it live because he was not paid for it. Wow. Okay. He was 19 and black. Wow. All right. Hey, you so know, good you reason go. to not play it live. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it was like, what? What are you going to do? Call the police? And he's like, no, I'm going to become the biggest star in the world. <laughs> I'm going to buy your fucking <laughs> mortgage out from under yeah. you. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, so uh, that's uh, what happened. Basically, Oh, also, most importantly of the deaths, TC from Magnum died. Roger Mosley. No shit. Wow. Yeah. TC. That really flew under the radar. TC. <laughs> um, yeah, I realize why I'm fucking up, because I'm looking in history and not my playlist. Oh. I'm like, why are all these other videos? What is all this nonsense? Yeah, what is this fucking bullshit? Um, uh, yeah, that motherfucker died, and it was really sad, but there aren't, uh, sadly, there aren't any rips for no, him. No, we're the only people who care. Right. But, Us um, and Magnum. That's it. Uh, well, he died two days ago, and Tom Selleck, uh, no public statement. Really? I wonder if Tom Selleck has, like, Alzheimer's or something. I feel like he just disappeared. Well, he always said he never. Oh no! Actually, he had that he's show, on Boston, I mean, whatever. Yeah, he's fucking on blue, blue bloods. Ugh. All right, so then Boston he's just a fucker. Blue, he's just a fucking dick. Sucks. He's like Roger Mosley. <laughs> fucking uh -uh. asshole. Asshole. He's like I happen to be. Uh, and then also, um, we have a kind of like a, a rip. We have like a a B movie apocalypse. <laughs> Tony <laughs> super minor apocalypse. Wally Cleaver. Oh yeah, died. that was from a while ago. Tony yeah. Dow. Tony well, Plow. we haven't mentioned it yet, Tony Plow. Uh, uh, known for Leave it to Beaver, but I think his best role was the loud guy in the old Milwaukee beer commercial. No way. Are you for real? On the skids, needing money. Oh, that's brutal. You better make it a good one. On a um, imagine having enough time to make a narrative out of a fucking commercial, like best. Best part about this is, uh, I was um. I was Facebook friends with Tony Dow. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm kind of like a Facebook star fucker. Yeah, and he did it. a live, like a, uh, a live Facebook live thing. And people were asking him questions. And I was like, tell me about that old Milwaukee beer commercial. And yeah. he immediately was like, oh, yeah, that was like, uh, it was like 81. And I did it as a, f a favor to a friend. And everyone on the set was drunk because we had all the beer. Old Milwaukee gave us all the beer we could drink. <laughs> And I was like, it really shows. It really, I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow, it really shows. He's like, yeah. He's like, thanks for remembering. Great memories, he said. I don't understand. So drunk history happened. It was okay. Yeah. But I don't understand why nobody's taken that. To like, why Why is there not like drunk announcing, you know, and shit like that? Like, why is it like, it's, it seems so strange that that's not more of a thing. I, I don't know. 
Just saying. Uh, are you ready for just a stationary weird moment? Yeah. Do you remember Ebert and Roper? Oh, of course. Do you remember when uh, Ebert died and Kevin Smith jumped in last second to host the show? Uh, no, I missed this one. Is this a we real thing? We got half hour. There's, you know, we, 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 if we get a lag. Get I'm Richard Roper, and filling in for Roger this week is the dead. writer director of the Clerks films, Chasing Amy, and who can forget? Jersey girl, Mr. Kevin Smith. Welcome, who can, sir. Who can forget, sir? <laughs> Thank you for that thumbs down. Well, I thought about coming here and just slapping the taste out of your mouth, but you gave clerks two a well, thumbs up. You know, so oh, you're right. Okay. Well, clerks two a thumbs up. If we, 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 if we get a lag and you want to go at it, let me know. We'll get to it. First movie is World Trade Center. Now, this movie, I think, has a real chance. Yeah, so Kevin fucking Smith happened to be in Chicago. <sighs> oh, Jesus. And Ebert had to get surgery. This wasn't when he died. This is uh, Ebert had to get the surgery that removed his jaw. Oh yeah, he looked fucking horrifying. And it was like emergency, like oh your jaw's full of cancer, it's gonna fall off. And then he's like okay. And then Kevin Smith and I, whatever. I mean, I guess somebody shared an agent or something, and they were like Kevin Smith, you want to do this? Walked in in his street clothes, which is always jorts and a hockey jersey. Yeah, yeah. And was like, yeah, I'll do it, sure. And taped an episode of fucking uh, Ebert and Roper. Man, crazy. I right? have mixed feelings about that. I have many mixed feelings about that, but I love, it's all part of the life, life switch pageant. Yeah, that's part of the mixed feelings. That's, I, I, I like that part of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. So that's about it as far as the deaths oh, go. Man, R.I.P. fucking R. I. Roger P. Ebert. I'm Robert. sorry that happened to you. R.I.P. Ebert. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, I have one more thing. What do we got? <laughs> My man! Let's go! Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Asbury! Let's go! He always fakes me out there. I feel like that's when the song's gonna start. Let's go, motherfucker. So good. Huh? Hey, yo, yo, yo! I wish everybody would leave me the hell alone. Quit talking about me on the computer, playing their little games. Hey yo, hey yo, kiss my ass, leave me the hell alone. Hey yo, yo, yo. I wish to <laughs> fuck everybody would leave me alone. And I'm getting tired of all these little game playing everybody wants to do all the time. Hey yo, hey yo. Hey yo, yo, yo. I wish everybody would leave me the hell alone. And quit talking about me on the computer playing their little games. Hey yo, hey yo, kiss my ass, leave me the hell alone. Hey, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I wish to fuck everybody would leave me alone. And I'm getting tired of all these little game playing everybody wants to do all the time. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo, yo, yo. I wish, I wish everybody would leave me the hell alone. Hey, yo, hey, yo. I haven't done anything, <laughs> anything to anybody. People fuck with me all the time on the computer and call me names and people try to and if people try to talk to me I'm just going to get away from them because that's the way I am I I am tired of kissing kissing asses and getting shit on all the time my my ass-kissing days are over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, don't ever Love forget him. about Thomas Asbury. Love friend him. Friend of the podcast. 
Uh, Trey, uh, really haven't been able to get in touch with him at all. But. I think that's like years old. I think he yeah. is like not a thing anymore. Hey, yo, yo, yo. But if you'd like to go to the uh, the uh, YouTube channel, May, M-E-I, Clover, C-L-O-V-E-R, is like the plant, Clover. Uh, they have a veritable treasure trove of found demo tapes that will blow your fucking mind. And that's where we found Thomas Asbury. And here we go. God love him. My favorite Salud. new phenomenon on YouTube. Just a second. Oh god. This is so hard to explain over sound. Yeah. What we're seeing right now. Most of you will probably remember that this was her favorite song. <laughs> I thought it might help us If you're looking for a man with a bulge in his pants, and really ain't tripping by the one night stand, I be that dude that'll leave you wishing. That's floating in your love, pie, strictly fishing. See, baby, look for at the Sopranos fans out there. Pants strike all in the ass without the zoo. I'm gangster, baby, don't you? Bullshit! Fucking amazing. This is how simple it is to change inputs. Man, uh, yeah, so it's um, if you look for Up in the Club part two, uh, Up in the Club, just look for Up in Da Club slash The Sopranos. There's somebody called Keister PSY who does super cuts of every instance of the sopranos playing music talking about music background music and it's all up in the club by second to none uh which was made famous on the sopranos when uh furio kicked their fucking door down the two dudes i forgot their names now so good. matt bevilacqua and some other guy wait two wait oh, one thousand more yeah that scene yeah that scene left the door open ultimate disrespect leaves the door open but he he made the intro to the entire Sopranos series up in the club, and it actually works. Out it really, really works. Well. Very good. It really, it really sets the mood. Yeah, it's wonderful. So that's it, basically. Uh, yeah, well, not basically. Re- really, um, <laughs> there's also one where when Christopher gets shot up in the club starts. <laughs> they pull up, listen to up in the club, and then it's just when they open the door, <laughs> up in the club is blasting. Yeah, it's really <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, okay, so we can do some questions now, I Let's guess. Let's do some if questions. Everybody's so inclined. 
It's 80 degrees. We do not have misconnections for tonight. That is okay. I am running way behind. So it is just running as well. behind. Just running behind. Yeah, what do you got to do? What do I you got to work in the morning, man? I got to work in the morning. I got to work in the morning. All right. So you've got, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to NGL. Okay. NGL. Andrew, do you ever dab your little dink hole with a square of toilet paper to keep your $5,000 pants piss free? Good no. question. Um, no. No, no that's, that's effeminate. Don't do that. No. Why would you do that? Don't do that. Yeah, please. Just shake it. Just shake it. Like, this is not that hard. Fine. What do you got? Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for you. Oh, okay. Uh, what's your favorite sport? Football. Football, right? American football. <laughs> what, is, what is this? Dumb, that's not a good It's your question. first episode? We need really in-depth questions. Well, here's one. I, I can't... I, it's uh, too text-wally. I can't read it. Oh, no. If your partner ends relationship... All right. I'm going to read this grammatically correct, grammatically sound to what they're saying. If your partner ends relationship out B- BC of their own mental slash emotional in- instability, what's some advice... Mm, yeah, advice what? to win them back and let them know you're there to support them through the tough moments. Don't. Don't. No, 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 no. If they broke up with you because they're nuts, keep going. Yeah, it's, it's a win. You're, you're going to be their crash pad for the next two years. Trust. Yeah, you don't need to save anyone. Uh-huh. You're not going to save them. You're not a psychiatrist. And that sounds brutal, and that sounds... I guess the kids now say that's that's based. It's based, yeah. It's based to say that. You love them. If you love them, let them go. Because they have to figure the shit out themselves. I'm serious. Because part of, the, I mean, they're going to make you part of the whole overarching right. thing. You're not helping them enough. You're not doing all the right things. And chances are you don't know what the right things are. You're going to get caught up in this hardcore. So you know what? There's other people in the world. Let them be. Do what you can as a friend, but as far as a relationship goes, I don't think so, no, Jack. Get the fuck out. Uh-uh. Uh, most embarrassing thing you've ever done? <sighs> I don't know. And are I don't want to add Are these bots? I swear to God, NGL says it could be. Bots. could be bots. We'll skip that one. Most embarrassing thing I've ever done is oh, leaving the tour. One. Leaving the tour. Oh, that is a good one. I don't know what my most embarrassing thing is, and I wouldn't want to talk about it on here if I did, so yeah. don't worry about it. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Marsha Clark, Mark Furman, Lance Ito. Oh, great. Okay. Um, I would, I mean, this is pretty easy, actually. I would fuck Marsha Clark yeah. because I prefer the company of women. Yeah. She looks good in the cover of that book, too. She really got done yeah, up. She was fucking good. I definitely, I'd give her a good hard fucking. Uh, she, and uh, considering her marital status at the time she, and her uh, on again, off again romance with Chris Darden, I'm sure she needed a good. A good stranger danger rogering. Is that um, a real thing? Was she fucking Chris Darden? Oh yeah. Oh my god. That's why. Oh my god, that people. Fucking, that, <laughs> people. That's fucking. That that case was a train wreck from start wow. to finish. Um, I would marry Lance Ito because yeah. he has a, a city pension. <laughs> I was gonna say he just he he just displayed good judgment at times in the past. So I would, uh, you know, I would kill Mark Furman yeah. because he's a. Fucking very not not a good. He, he's not a, a cop's good cop. Just not a good dude. And I would uh, steal his memorabilia after I killed him because some of that shit's probably pretty cool to look at. Uh, what likely attracts you Ugh. you most to a woman that you've just met? I don't fucking know anymore. 
I don't want to talk about it. It's a sore spot. Um, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't like... If a woman makes me laugh... Ooh, and yeah. If Genuinely woman, laugh, yeah. If a woman makes me laugh and she's, like, nice and, like, talks to me and doesn't act like... Perfect example. The other night, I was vibing with somebody. This is so... Why do I talk about this? I was vibing with somebody. And this person, like, I was, I was like, doing the, doing the door or whatever. Mm. This person kept coming back to talk to me. What does that tell you, right? If somebody keeps coming back out of the show to talk to Right. Me, what does that tell you? That maybe they're interested? Was this a show I was at? Yeah, but you had left. I had left, okay. Yeah. But they keep coming outside to talk to you, in the heat, to talk mm, to you, right? Yes. What is that? What, is, what signal does that's, that give yeah, off? That's, that's, you're in. Well, well okay. You're in. So... Talk to talk to this person after. I was like, hey, you know, uh, um, what's up? I mean, uh, you know, want to want to just uh, get a drink or something sometime? You know, asked her out. Acted like I I got so nervous and weird and was like, I'm I'm sure I'll see you around. I legitimately don't think people get asked out anymore. I think it's always really over like so. over Instagram or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I I think they fully expected me to just like kind of find them. On yeah, Instagram. like I'll follow you. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll like I'll I'll respond hard eyes to so, a few things you fucking put yeah. up. Yeah. So is asking? I, I then I ask. I pull the audience. Is asking somebody like the most most the simplest thing on earth? Just like let's go for a drink in a neutral location or whatever, a cup of coffee, whatever. Is that? too much now. Is that beyond the pill? Is that I beyond think, the pill? I hope it is because it means that if you continue to just ask women out and go beyond the pale and like offend people, the few who say like, well, nothing obviously, but like the few who just go, yeah, sure. Already like real ones that you're already on date three at that point. If like, if they didn't like, oh, I didn't, they didn't like, they got like pearl so, clutch over they it. They got so tight. And so I was like, and it's nothing against them. Fine. But it's just like, I, I'm like, was I? I'm like, what? Was I dropped in my Spock on the on the subway? And You're Spock in the subway. That's it. I really felt like I was Spock in the subway. I was like, okay, okay. And then they just like they like went away and talked to other people. I was like, that that was that a bad was thing yeah. to no, do. No, it's no, it's no good. It's verboten. Showing returning your interest. Verboten. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't. I just I. I'm just gonna be one of the. I mean, and I cannot. Uh, Oh God, I can't. I can't even talk about him. <laughs> I'm out of questions over here. It's okay. on you. What's up with Andrew saying uh, standing quote unquote online? Is that a Northeast thing? What should it be? In line? I don't know. They don't. Get, they don't offer an alternative. I don't know. Standing online. Fucking suck a dick. Favorite parts. Don't fight me. Yeah, that wasn't a very good question. Um, favorite <laughs> slash worst parts of being in LA for a hardcore festive. Favorite band you saw? Uh, I left the morning of the festival. I dropped these guys off like a dad, yeah. which was awesome. It was really cool. Um, Yo, in an SUV. If I event. if we waited one car length longer to get you guys there, I would have been fucked. There was I would have been like really? in that for an hour and a half. We could not have oh, wow. done that any better. It was perfect. Great. Yeah. Made a little legal little whoop zoop zoopity zoop, and I was out. It was great. Zoop zoop. Great. Um, yeah. So I don't know. The worst part is that I don't know. You guys go to hardcore fest i'm sorry you shouldn't do that it's no good you should go to the things before and then maybe the things after but don't actually go to the fest my favorite part was having the god mode pass oh, that got sick. me yeah. into the back area 
I think that was higher than God mode. I think that was like VIP or whatever. I, I got into the back area and saw a bunch of people that I hadn't seen in a very, oh, very long time. So good. That's the only reason to go to fest. You guys understand this, right? Like, yeah. all you guys do when you go to fest is like, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, mosh hard. You you guys mosh hard, but you uh, you basically fund yeah. the two Terrible. days of vacation for everyone for like yeah. to just go and see each other and be like oh what's up you know like I, it I really seen was you. it really did have like a high school reunion yeah vibe. it was great though i saw a bunch of people that i hadn't, hadn't seen in a very long time and um it was cool and then i got to see drug church subsidize that's the word i was looking you subsidize yeah. everyone else's chance to go and like hang out with their friends which is great please keep doing that saw a drug church saw Knox uh fucking <laughs> stage diving which was great <laughs> Um, awesome. Yeah, it was just cool. It was fun. Um, hottest tall Hollywood actress. I like peak period Gina Davis. She was very busty. Yo, Gina Davis, yeah. like Beetlejuice era, is hot as hell. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a big boob guy. Wow. I like Bridget Fonda. Was she tall? I feel like she was really short. She's like 5'11". Really? No shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was... Well, De Niro was like 6'1". And she was like right up there. Zinira with Zinira was six one. Wow, interesting. I think so. Well, she huh. was like she seemed she was like tall. Whatever. I'm, I'm not gonna get the measuring stick out. No, all right. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Fucking. seems like a short guy. Short to me. is this? Truth hunters. Uh, uh, it's um, or uh, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, I would choose I Femke Jansen. Whatever her how to the fuck you say her name. You know. A bunch of people who would never be in my kitchen, so who <laughs> fucking cares? How about that? How about that? I did meet Famke Jansen once. Really? She was very tall and very beautiful. I'm sure. Will night is night work going to be released in podcast form? It is, actually. Hell Go yeah. To very prank, good. Prankcast.com. Prankcast.com. And it's right there. Uh, I might release it like, in the overnight drafting. I don't yeah, know. go for it. We should we should next week. Let's set aside time to play a Nightwork prank call. That'll be the cross promotion that we do. How exciting! If yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, uh, I'm not sure that any of them were very good. But I, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it. But I, there was two that I thought were like transcendently good. Really? Yeah. Which ones? I don't want to spoil it for okay, people. We'll fine. talk about it afterwards. Right, fine. Uh, I was a little. I just had had like. All this technology coming at me at once with the roadcaster and everything in it, but it sounded it sounded fine. Yes, go to prankcast. Wait, hold on. I just need to really make sure that it's I'm sending people to the right place. Yeah, prankcast.com/nightwork. Prankcast.com/nightwork. The podcast network for for prank call podcasts. They were nice enough to let me do it. Uh, no questions asked. I also took somebody's time slot without realizing it. Ooh. And nobody seemed to care. That's sick. So, All right. whatever. Um, they were just very happy that I was there and a bunch of people uh, who are adjacent to people I really admire and respect thought it was a good show. So uh, it was a good start. Did it for about an hour and a half. So check it out. Prankcast.com slash Nightwork. Thank you. Also. All right. Let's read some more. Uh, what's in your... Okay. Uh, how was the Zulu pit? I have no idea. I, uh, that was a bit. You were on a plane. I was on a plane. That was a bit. Uh, I kept asking people if they're excited <laughs> to see Zulu, and then I would uh, gauge their reactions because, uh, for some reason, Zulu makes people uncomfortable. Don't know why, but it is. It's uh, um, 
But I was, con uh, after watching many Zulu videos, I was convinced that maybe they're not as good as I thought they were, mm. musically. Just musically. Um, it's, uh, I realize that I have to get back to my metal roots and stop worshipping false metal. That's true. And that's kind of what they are. Because, I mean... You remember that Total Recall record where they pretend they like went back to playing punk music and like I'm going back to my roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. roots again, roots, roots, roots. This is more of a compliment. Anyone, anytime someone asks me to for podcast recommendations, I refer them to you. Thank you. Love y'all. Thank you. Thank you, Femke Jansen. Listener Femke Jansen. Thank you very much. All right. Those are the questions. That's it. No shit. All Those right. are the questions that I feel like reading All right. tonight. And the NGL is history. So I believe we are done for the evening. Cool. Let's, let's do our shit. Let's do our shit. Okay, everybody. Thank you for listening again. It's, uh, oh, we didn't. Uh, well, we'll do it next week. Whatever. Uh, okay. Do we have any? Uh, do we have? We I don't never... music at all, to be honest, at this point. I think this shit's so fucked. What's well, fucked? I can't play anything. So just, just do your thing. Just ignore me <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Andrew's computer broke. So sorry to hear that. So sorry to see that. Um, but we have a couple of sponsors that we are desperately trying. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To sponsor corner and just went away and now came back on its own very good I don't know what's going on here perhaps our technology is possessed however one thing that is not possessed is olderghost.com olderghost.com vintage clothing at vintage prices no million dollar t-shirts here folks it's only the best of the best as far as vintage clothing goes just works very hard to bring you the best in what vintage has to offer OlderGhost.com, Older Ghosts on Instagram, and now it is time to download the Older Ghost app. OlderGhost.com. Go for it. Also, DanBassini.com, DanBassini.com, DanBassini.com. Taking photos like a madman. He's on the scene all summer long, taking beautiful photos of beautiful women. Got a new rotogravure entitled No Invite Volume 8. It's a pretty lady. It's uh, Fashion Week and a bunch of other stuff. The centerfold is a beautiful view of Hoboken, New Jersey. Um, you see uh, beautiful celebrities taking on 35mm film through an old, uh, an old camera. So they look like 90s photos, but they are in fact recent. Catching celebrities at their best and worst at the same time. What a glorious time to be free. And it can all be yours at all at oldergirls.com. Uh, at yeah, I'm I'm so bad at this. I should just stop podcasting altogether. Oh man. Um, uh, I don't fucking damnbassini.com. Damnbassini.com. Damn. This could be the thing where you're going to rationalize later that you're just being honest with yourself so you should stop podcasting. Even though we've done this for 10 years, blowing everyone out of the water. You're going to be like, no, it's, it's, I'm just being real with myself. It's just I being real with myself. being real with myself at this very moment. I fucking suck. So. It's fine. It's all good. good. We're going to be great. We're going to be fine. Everything's good. Aww.
Okay. Thanks. We're good. No, let's not end like that. Come on. What? That's no good. That's a bad ending. Okay. Dambassini.com. Right, he made right. us look like a million bucks. Imagine what he can do for you. Awesome. Wonderful. All right. Thank you for listening to my rambling nonsense for the past hour. I appreciate that. See you next week. All right. Have a good one, guys. Oh, yeah. I have to fade. <laughs>Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.